I am so thankful for that. I, as I told you, my heart, my heart's been so heavy and my heart was just lifted to be reminded of, of who God is and, and who we are in him. Amen. Uh, I got a question for you this morning. How many of you have ever been surfing before? How many of you ever been surfing? Okay. Yeah, me neither. Never been surfing. Yeah. <laughs> but I have to tell you, I, I love it. I'm amazed by it. I saw this I saw this video on Facebook this week, or recently. I don't know if you've seen it. It's out there. It's kind of circling. I don't know if I want to call it viral or not, but, but it's out there of this, uh, this, this guy trying to surf. Uh, and uh, I just wanted, I wanted y'all to see it this morning. It's just a little clip, and uh, it's really good. Watch real closely. Um, it's, it's, it's real short, so we're going to watch it a few times. We got it on loop here. Just pay, pay close attention. If you look real closely, you might be able to recognize the person, that, that, that guy right there on that surfboard. Does anybody know who that is? I'll give you one more, ch one more chance here. It's our very own Pastor Lee. <laughs> Everybody give it up for him. Multi-talented, that guy. Yep. Megan actually texted that to me while, while she was on the trip, and she said, use that however you want to. And I said, I'm going to wait for just the right moment, and today was just the, it was just the right moment. So um, I want to talk a little bit about the waves today. Uh, I, I really am amazed by, by the sport of surfing. I've never done it, but I love it. And, and it was one of my favorite things to watch on the Olympics a few weeks ago. It just amazes me how, how those people just can keep their balance on the board and keep their poise as they... They paddle towards those giant waves as they're crashing on the shore and, and how they pop up on top of them like that and, and just glide across the water as if they're, they're defying gravity. I just think it's amazing. I don't know that it's, I think if I were to try to do it, I would probably look like Pastor Lee there on the shore. Um, but, but the closest I've gotten to it, a few weekends ago, uh, we got to spend the weekend at our friend's lake house. In, uh, in Tim's Ford, they, were, they had gone to the beach for the week. They let us stay at their lake house. And so we went out there, and they had a paddle board. And so uh, my daughter, Lil, and I, we got to do the paddle board. Here's a, here's a picture of that. We didn't get any video, but here's a picture of us on the paddle board at Tim's Ford Lake. It's, it's not a great picture. It's the combination of the distance and the sun and, and my complexion uh, make it kind of look a little rough. But, uh, but anyways, this was us paddling around on the paddle board, and, and we had so much fun. But I noticed how much our little board was, was affected by the waves. This was kind of a little alcove there, and then there, the main... The main area was right there, and you, I don't know if you can see that wave coming toward us there at the very back of the picture, but whenever a speedboat or a jet ski would come by, uh, it would make these waves, and they would, they would make their way to us, and, and so it would, it would rattle us. It would jar us and, and change our course, and we'd have to really paddle just to stay on the board, and, and uh, after a few waves threatened to knock us off, we, we started to get frustrated, and we, we would just stop and kind of stare at the folks going by and kind of give them a dirty look like, hey, you're messing with our, our fun here. And, but then what we decided, well, we decided instead of being frustrated, we would just have some fun with it. We decided to embrace the waves and, and ride them as best we could. It was far from Olympic surfing, but, but we actually started to enjoy it because uh, we had tried to make our own waves and, and we realized that was just going to wear us out. It was going to knock us off balance. So but what we found ourselves doing was we found ourselves watching instead of watching for the boats in frustration, we watched for the boats in anticipation and we waited for the ripple effect to reach us so that we could paddle towards those waves and ride them as best we could. We ended up having a great time with it. Uh, 
There's a reason why I share that with you this morning. Uh, I'll tell you about it in a minute, but just a reminder, today is, is week four of this new series we've been doing about vision. It's called Fellowship Forward, and we've been talking about uh, the vision that God has for us, where God is leading us as, as individuals and as a church. Uh, we've been talking about how uh, Christ is the captain of our fellowship and how it's all aboard. We are all aboard that makes the fellowship float. And, and with the fresh wind of the Holy Spirit filling our sails, it's, it's full speed ahead, right? Uh, but it's going to take all hands on deck. It's going to take all of us uh, being a part of what God's doing here uh, for us to move forward into the future that God has for us as individuals and as a church. So we've talked about all aboard. We've talked about uh, all hands on deck. Today, what I want to talk about is making waves and, and what that looks like for us. To, make, to be a part of making waves in our community. Uh, we've been talking about this fresh vision for our church and how uh, there's this vision statement that, that I've been sharing with you. And it's very simple, sharing life together in Christ. That that's who we are and that's who God's calling us to be, not just for ourselves, but for the community around us. I believe that. And I believe that this scripture that's foundational to that uh, is leading us as well. Uh, I hope you're committing this passage to memory, but I want you to read it with me. It's on the screen, 1 Thessalonians 2, 8. It says, because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. I think that sums up so well who, who God's calling us to be as God's people and as the church. Uh, this vision that we've been talking about, it has it has four C's that describe what it looks like. Connection, collaboration, commission, and celebration. And we've talked about the four ships that are going to take us there, right? Relationship, ownership, partnership, and worship. And today what I want to talk about for just a few minutes is this idea of, of partnership, what that looks like for us, how we as individuals and as a church can respond to Jesus's great commission. And how I believe that, that if and when we do that, uh, there is going to be a ripple effect that that moves through our lives and through our church and through our community. Uh, but before I talk about that, what I want to make sure I communicate is uh, this one thing that's really important for us to know, I believe, uh, as we seek to respond to the Great Commission and make waves, and that's this. Uh, one of my favorite books is called The Purpose Driven Church by Rick Warren, and in it, he says this. He says, only God can breathe new life in a valley of dry bones. Only God can create waves of revival, waves of growth, waves of spiritual receptivity. He says, our job, like experienced surfers, is to recognize a wave of God's spirit and ride it. It's not our responsibility to make waves, but to recognize how God is working in the world and join him. Does that make sense? Uh, see, it's God who's making the waves. We're just called to do what the surfers do, to see the wave, to paddle towards it, and to ride it as best we can, and to wait for the ripple effects in our lives and in our church and in our community. See, I believe that, that God is making waves right now in our congregation and in our community. And I believe that God's calling us not to swim away, but to paddle towards them, to move forward towards the future God has for us to participate in this partnership with him and with one another so that we can make an impact for Christ and his kingdom in response to the Great Commission. And when we do that, there's, there's going to be this ripple effect that reaches far beyond 
the four walls of our church. I believe that. I believe that's who we're called to be. And, and that's what we're called to do. And, and so that's what I want to talk about for just a few minutes this morning. And, and the scripture that I want to read for you is, is the third foundational scripture on that, on that graphic that, that I've been showing you uh, that's about our, our vision for our fellowship family. It's, it's what the Bible, in, in my Bible, the heading is the Great Commission. So I want to read it for you. It's Matthew 28, 16 through 20. Hear this, God's word for us today. It says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus told them to go. When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. See, Jesus is saying to them, Here, here's your mission, should you choose to accept it. Go, go and, and make disciples. Go and share the good news of God's grace. But, but as you go, you need to know this. You're not going alone. I'm gonna be with you. I'll be with you to the very end of the age. This mission is a co-mission. I'm gonna be with you. We're gonna do this together. Jesus says later in Acts chapter one, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the very ends of the earth. Once again, Jesus is saying, here's the mission. Go and share the good news of God's grace, but you're not going alone. You're not going in your own name. You're not even going in your own strength. You're going in my name. You're going in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is a partnership. I'm gonna do my part, and I want you to do your part. See, the gospel was going to have ripple effects that would go throughout the world, right? He said it was going to start locally, and the ripple effects were going to go to Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. That's how it always happens. It starts locally, and it quickly moves out into the community and out into the world. See, the good news of God's grace, the gospel, was and is still making waves in the world. And the promise is that God's gonna do God's part and he's asking us to do our part. God's gonna be the one making waves. We just need to paddle towards him to see what God is doing and say, I wanna, I wanna participate in that. I wanna be a part of what God's doing in my life. I wanna be a part of what God's doing in my family. I wanna be a part of what God's doing in my church. I wanna be part of what God's doing in my community. I wanna be part of what God's doing in my world. And God invites us to come and be a part of it to be a part of that transformation, uh, to let the power of the Holy Spirit lift us up so the world around us can see Jesus, the living water that's available to all of us. But the choice is ours. We can choose to fight against the ways. We can choose to get frustrated. We can criticize the current. We can even go back to the dock, but, but the choice is ours. Or we can choose to, to surrender to the surf, to, to trust the thrust of the of the ways to harness the power of the tide and let it lift us up to new heights so that everyone can see the great power of God's creation moving in and through us. Does that make sense? See, God's gonna do God's part. God, God is God. And God is making these waves always. And God invites us to participate. One, one more scripture I wanna read for you. I read it last week as an illustration of, of what we're calling ownership, but I think it's also an illustration of partnership. It's Paul's first letter to the Corinthian church. 
chapter three, verses seven through nine, he says, so neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who makes them grow. The one who plants and the one who waters have one purpose and they will each be rewarded according to their own labor. For we are co-workers in God's service, co-laborers with Christ. You are God's field, you are God's building. See, Paul is, is saying to the church, it, it's God who's doing this great thing, but, but each of us has a part to play in that. It's, it's God who's making the waves in our lives and our life together, but, but when we choose to ride those waves that God puts in front of us, we get to reap the rewards uh, according to our co-laboring with him and with others. We are blessed to be a blessing, and, and, and when we're a blessing to others, we're blessed in the process. Does that make sense? That's, that's the power of, of the partnership. That's the, the, the great good news of God's grace that we get to participate in. It's the co-mission with Christ and with one another, and, and it's worth getting excited about. And, and if you're not excited yet, I want to close today by sharing with you just a few ways that, that I see God moving and making waves in our congregation and in our community. And, and along with that comes some opportunities for us to ride the waves with him and with one another right here, right now. So I wanna share them with you this morning. I know we've got, our, we've got our challenges and we've got our obstacles just like everyone else. And I know that there's fear and uncertainty about the future. Uh, that's why I think maybe now more than ever, we need to be reminded of where we see God moving. And when we see God moving, we don't need to keep it to ourselves. We need to share that with one another so that our faith might be encouraged and so that we might be uh, renewed in our commitment to Christ and to one another to move forward into the future that God has for us. So let me share a couple of them with you this morning. I see God moving through our partnership with with the Dollar Club and, and Endure Athletics and, and how we, we as a fellowship family raised over $1,200 for kids in our community uh, to, go to, the, to go to camp. I see God moving through our partnership with local schools and our fuel program that, that delivers bags to students who might not otherwise have food over the weekend. I see God moving through our, our partnership with Portico, how, how our fellowship family responded during the baby bottle campaign a few months ago to make a difference in the life of children and their families forever. I've shared this with you before, but I see, I see God moving through our partnership with the generous church, how they're helping us create a culture of generosity in every part of our lives and our life together. I see God moving through our partnership with Linus and the ladies that come each week to make these quilts so that families at Vanderbilt Children's Hospital know that they're loved and cared for and prayed for when they're going through all the things that they're going through. I see God moving through our partnership with, with people in our congregation who, who come during the week and who come forward at the end of the service to ask for prayer and to pass along these, these prayer shawls that are on the altar. And how they share those with people in their sphere of influence, not just in our community, but, but throughout the country. I gotta share this story with you. Last week, at the end of the late service, I got to pray with somebody. I prayed for a young man who, who was in the hospital on, on a ventilator. The doctor said he probably wouldn't make it and they were gonna take him off life support last Sunday. And so one of our fellowship family members came forward at the end of the service and, and he got one of these prayer shawls and, and told me about his coworker and he put that prayer shawl around him and he said, I wanna stand in the gap for him today. I want you to pray for, for me like I'm him. And so, so I prayed with him and 
That afternoon, I got a text message from that church member with a picture of his coworker, and, and he was awake, and he was smiling, and, and it, it came with this text. He gave me permission to read it for you today. It says that it's so easy to just say God answers prayers, but, but here's the chain of events from my point of view. His parents were told on Wednesday that he had a couple of hours to live. He was put on life support for four days with no changes. Then you, on behalf of the church, and God prayed over him at 1130 they pulled him off life support at 11.59. At 1.08, he wakes up and says, hi, mom. This could have gone two ways. Glad it went this way. Thank you for the power of the prayers because a miracle happened right in front of our eyes. Now, I don't know why God doesn't do that every time, but I believe God did that. I believe that only God could have done that. If that's not God making waves, I don't know what is. And I was so grateful that God had allowed me and that coworker and our prayer team to, to, to ride that wave with him, to be a part of what God was doing in his life. See, that's what it looks like for us to take the life that we have here together as a fellowship family and share it with those around us. And when we do that, we see the ripple effect. The ripple effect of our prayers and our presence and our gifts and our service and our witness. When we continue to do that, I believe we're going to continue to see the ripple effects of, of revival, of, of God's help and healing and wholeness in our community and in our world. You believe that? Do you? I'm not done yet. I see God moving in the lives and families of those who come forward to be baptized and join the church like, like next week to join the partnership of, of this people called fellowship. That's one of the reasons why we're having this celebration service next week. And I hope, you're, I hope you'll come. I hope you'll invite somebody to come to see what God's doing and to celebrate what God's doing in our midst. Just a reminder, it's going to be on the front lawn. You can bring your camp chairs and your tailgate tents if you want to. There's going to be food and fellowship and fun for the for not just us, but for the whole community to see and hear. And I can't wait to see what the ripple effects uh, are going to be, not only of what God is doing in their lives, but through our life together and through our church and through our community. I hope you'll make every effort to be a part of it, not just of the service, but, but of what God is doing here. Because here's the last thing. I see God moving, quite literally, through the hundreds of people that are moving in in this neighborhood that's being built right across the street from us. I, I decided to walk walk through there this this last week and just pray for the folks that, that have moved in and, and the folks that haven't moved in yet, that they would find a place where they can connect to Christ and to community. And, and maybe that place is right here. What can we do to share our life together with them? so that they might hear the good news of God's grace in and through our life together here at the church. I wanna, I wanna challenge you and, and, and commit that, to commit that to prayer uh, with me and, and be willing to do your part as we practice sharing life together in Christ so that we can say to them and to all of those around us, because we loved you so much, we were delighted to share not only the gospel of God, but our very lives as well. What could God do with that? That, that co-mission. What if that co-mission uh, was our mission here together as a family, 
fellowship family, where we're all willing to do our part to see this partnership with God and others, to let the waves that God's making here guide us into the future as, as individuals and as a church and as a community. Friends, I believe that this fellowship is going places. But it's all aboard. It's all hands on deck. God is making waves. And we just need to hop on and go with him and join with him in making a difference in our community, in this world. Amen? Let's pray together. Lee's gonna come up and, and just play some music. And uh, if God's speaking to your heart and you wanna come and pray at the altar, you can do that. You can pray at your seat if you want to. If you want somebody to pray with you, I'd love to do that. But let's just give this time to respond to what God might be saying to us today. God, we do come to you and we thank you, Lord, that you are always moving. You are always making waves in this world and in our lives for good. And sometimes it, it shakes us up and, and sometimes it needs to. Lord, wake us up, shake us up to what it is that you're doing so that we might be a part of it, Lord. We might partner with you that we wouldn't work against what you're doing in our lives and in our life together and in our world, but we would say, here I am, Lord. Work in me and through me according to your will. Not my will, but yours be done. Here I am, send me. God, whatever that looks like this morning, help us to say yes. Maybe even before we know what we're saying yes to. But we know who we're saying yes to. The one who brings life. The one who makes a way where there is no way. The one who makes all things new. God, we pray that today, that you would make all things new in all the places that we need resurrection, in our lives, in our church, in our community, in our country, in our world. Only you can, God. So help us to trust you, to do what only you can do, and give us the courage and the grace and the faith to do what you're calling us to do, to partner with you in this co-mission so that others might know the love of Christ as we love one another the way that you loved us. Lord, we pray for revival in our churches. We pray for renewal in our hearts and souls and minds. Come Holy Spirit. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.